0: You are listening to the award-winning The Young
1: Jerks with Mike Crawford. Temporarily
0: removed from the environment until the situation's fixed. The enemy- if they ended up letting me
2: go. Western Mass News has obtained a letter sent to TrueLeave by OSHA, detailing three citations filed against the company, totaling more than $35,000, related to lack of appropriate training and available safety information for hazardous chemicals. A spokesperson for TrueLeave tells us in part, "Quote: OSHA conducted a thorough investigation of the Holyoke facility. PPE was available on site. They tested the air quality throughout the facility and the samples were all well below acceptable ranges. OSHA did issue citations related to communication Standards and TrueLeave has contested those findings. Meantime, a former employee tells us he noticed multiple shortcomings during his time with TrueLeave, including a lack of adequate training, and he's calling for stricter regulations industry-wide. There's never been
1: somebody holding any of these companies accountable for making sure that their ventilation is proper, for checking particle counts, um, for knowing that they're manufacturing something that puts so many particles into the air. That even somebody without asthma can have trouble breathing.
2: We reached out to the state's cannabis control commission to find out more about regulations surrounding dust. A spokesperson says in part quote, the commission takes the safety and welfare of registered agents, patients, and consumers seriously, and has been and will continue to coordinate with public health officials to understand any contributing circumstances. The Commission is investigating the TrueLeave incident, which remains open and ongoing as of October 4th, 2022. They add that licensees such as TrueLeave are responsible. For ensuring buildings and fixtures are maintained in sanitary condition and for reporting any incidents to OSHA. Former employees also say the company did not encourage people to use their voice. The
1: number one reason that all the employees have the same feeling about Truly is that there's no psychological safety there, which leads to them not wanting to speak up. I spoke up about compliance issues that I found uh, within the Truly facility. And my speaking up led to my boss yelling at me, who was then Lorna's boss when I left.
0: You couldn't speak to your superiors, period. Dude, they would talk down to you instead of talking to you like a human being, Mm -hmm. like you were a dog being trained.
2: Employees tell us the company provided the entire department with free therapy sessions following Lorna's death. We have reached back out to True Leaf several times regarding these specific claims, but have not yet heard back. We also contacted the attorney for McMurray's family on this, but didn't receive a response. Reporting live in studio for Western Mass News 11 at 11, I'm Lexi Oliver. Stupid little
0: mask. You figure this is a multi-million dollar company, I would think anyway. They're not giving their workers masks she's begging me to steal masks from my shop. Welcome. We're live. Mike Crawford back. The Young Jerks. We're staying on this. This is uh, taking over the show since we found out about this case about Lerner McMurray. A lot of things have happened. A lot of news. Uh, what's exciting is right here. What's on the screen. The employees are speaking out at TrueLeaf and at other MSOs. The world is taking notice of the tragic loss of this young woman, 27 years old, and a story that we've been covering for basically five years now about the crappy, dangerous working conditions at multi-state operators, the largest cannabis dispensaries in the nation, in Massachusetts. We uncovered it at New England Treatment Access. We've seen it at strain holistic industries. And now someone died. And, and this is uh, something that's really shocking. I kind of lost my shit the other night on Lefty's show because I think people have blood on their hands. And uh, I'm not going to sugarcoat it anymore. I'm talking to someone's stepdad. I'm talking to someone's mom. I'm talking to their friends, their coworkers, someone who's not here who should be here. So we're not going to be nice anymore. I can't be nice not until you actually do something. And tonight, it's not even about what I think or what I say tonight. This is gonna be a little easier for me, hopefully, because we're talking about what the employees are saying. Posted some of the statements on the screen. We have one on the phone right now. A person I wanna thank big time, enormously, because they're the one who stood up courageously and stood up for Lorna. They were the first ones that made me aware of this story. Uh, I've got to bring them right up on the screen right now. We have Danny on the phone. Danny is a coworker, was a coworker of Lorna. Danny is someone who uh, was, I think, a supervisor at one point of Lorna, who stepped down right before this tragic incident in January, posted about the incident on his Facebook Danny, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Um, As always, thank you for what you do. This is really important. Um, It is absolutely tragic. Uh, Lorna was not only a, a beautiful human being who still deserves to live here today, but this tragedy is not the only issue that still remains in this facility in in Holyoke, Massachusetts, as well as several multi-state operators around the state and around the country. Um, And so I'm, I'm so grateful to have everybody's voices heard at this point in time, because as you can see, this didn't happen yesterday. This happened months ago. Nobody knows about it, and that is scary. But um, I think personally that it echoes um, exactly what's happening in every cultivation facility, every dispensary, every product manufacturer around the state, Um, is there's a lack of psychological safety. There's no area for the employees to speak up and have their voices heard. Um, and those who are very knowledgeable about this from the black market bring their expertise into the legal market, and that information is pushed aside. We are, nobody is an expert on this, really, manufacturing cannabis at a large scale, because this is brand new. It's still very new. People don't even, you know, know exactly Uh, if there was a chemical in it that that caused her asthma attack to be so severe or if it was just surely the particle counts themselves. Um, But what I can say as I've been a registered agent of the state of Massachusetts specifically in seven different manufacturers in Massachusetts and most of them in Holyoke, I can tell you that this is still a continuing issue and it's unfortunate that uh truly when they you know came to massachusetts and made their uh their positive impact plan with the city of holyoke uh stating that they were going to hire those of disproportionate impact from the war on drugs uh, specifically from uh lower income um and those of the bipoc um and lgbt communities uh They did. They employed a lot of them, but they didn't say they were going to keep them safe. And nobody has held them accountable for that. And I think a huge reason is because it's just that. They hired an enormous population of disproportionately impacted people. And yet again, the systems that have been set up in place to help these companies thrive have not been there to satisfy safety, basic safety needs for those people who have been disproportionately impacted. Uh, And as a leader in a facility currently, I cannot fathom hearing somebody wheezing and not helping them leave the room. And when you have no training for leadership on top of all these other issues that are underlying, You have nobody who wants to have their voice heard because everybody who has a voice in there, like myself who had a voice, was literally screamed at and fired. So I know Lorna's boss who, you know, you had that message pop up earlier um, at the beginning of the show from uh, another coworker who said her boss was just yelling at her. She was scared. I absolutely 100% believe that that is the same boss that yelled at me when i brought him compliance issues of somebody stealing product from their company and i was pushed aside told that i i took it too far and i need to stay in my lane i was screamed at and while i was out sick with covid with my daughter who i was a single parent to at the time he told me that i let my team down by being out so It's not a single one time somebody yelling at you and telling you, no, I need you to work harder today, Lorna. It is absolutely terrifying. All of the people within the facility, this is usually most of them, this is their first full-time position they've ever had with benefits. They're terrified to lose it. And some people like Lorna were just coming into this industry, just learning about how they can Really supervise and help other people learn, and also be so passionate about what they're doing at the same time. But when I tell you it's terrifying to work in that facility, it is terrifying. There is no, nobody wants to hear what you have to say. Uh, and if you don't sit at their, you know, boys' table at the top, then your voice is not heard. And that is the case in many multi state operators, and it's extremely frustrating. Um, On top of that, uh, I know that we heard uh, from the CCC their small remarks that they chose to make on the subject about um, making sure that uh, during inspections that there's personal protective equipment available or PPE available on site, which there was at the time, which I would like to say and remind those folks who, um, who offer this personal protective equipment to their people, that it is personal not cultivation protective equipment gloves are not personal protective equipment a hairnet is not personal protective equipment a Tyvek suit that you have to wear and asking the police to wear before they enter the building to save lorna is not personal protective equipment what could have helped her was the respirators that she was asking her stepfather for something that was firm fitting to the face Um, I was six years active duty air force. I wore respirators. I wore a gas mask. I know there is a difference between the COVID masks that were given the free ones at work or at the hospitals or wherever you go are not respirators. They do not fit around your face and filter out particles. They cover a sneeze or a drippy nose, and that is not sufficient. Um, And for, and in, exuberantly large company like Trulieve who has millions of dollars to spend they chose to spend their money on acquiring other businesses so that they can put other employees at risk um, and they they had every opportunity to be able to be successful in the state um, I think that a lot of people have chosen to and really, even without this story, have recognized and realized through the grapevine uh, what a terrible company truly is uh, to work for, to work with, um, to purchase product from. Uh, and I hope that the consumers of the Massachusetts cannabis, uh, you know, uh, they they choose uh, to not to no longer. Purchase those True Leaf products Um, because, at the very least, that is one thing that will put them out of business without the government, without officials helping. uh, If nothing else, boycott buying True Leaf products. Uh, They're already doing poorly in this industry, and I hope that the CCC can make more uh, inspections available in the fashion of of making sure that their employees are are safe and not just the uh the facility or the inventory is safe um they have you know made plenty of time to have pop-up unannounced inspections at you know smaller local companies in the holyoke area and i've never heard of one unannounced inspection happen at TrueLeave, and there's no so
0: yeah, I mean, that—that that is a common, you said so much in that, the common theme that the little guy gets the inspection, the big boys don't. Yeah. Uh, I have a lot of thoughts on that on why. Number one, they're scared of them. They have a lot of money. But also a lot of the inspectors want to go work at the big boys after they're done inspecting. So that it's right. a revolving door. There's a lot of revolving door from corporate to regulator to regulator to corporate, which yeah. shouldn't really be allowed at all. Uh, 978 560 is our phone number. We're taking calls tonight. We had one come through. I want to get Ann on the line. Uh, I'm still trying to figure out this phone line. It, it didn't give me the option to, uh, answer it through the Bluetooth roadcaster when you called Ann. So we want you to call back in a few minutes if you can. Definitely. My name is Mike Crawford. We're speaking to Danny. He's a coworker. He was a coworker at True Leaf of Laura McMurray right before she passed away. I have some quick questions I wanna just ask you right off the bat, Danny. Yes, please. Number one, um, we're hearing all the time from employees at, at these big cultivation sites uh, that they're on Claritin-D, they're on asthma medications, they're, they're mid-20s, they were, didn't they're have asthma before they started working there. Do you see that a lot when you were working there? I am a
1: current cannabis employee in Holyoke at a different manufacturer right now as a production supervisor in a flower production area, doing exactly every day what Lorna was doing that day. Uh, I have eight employees right now, and three of them have allergic reactions persistently, um, some from the use of the uh iso isopropyl alcohol spray uh that we use in the industry to clean product uh to clean like you know stainless steel tables down to process and manufacture on or tools or uh, things like that um, along with uh, dust and mold and keef production in the air um, and i'm working in manufacturing in a building in a, in a room that's about four times the size of where lorna was that day and we constantly have fans blowing. Uh, those individuals wear masks sometimes at work. Um, but as a leader, uh, we have I have the ability, because I'm there next <laughs> to all my employees during the day, uh, to listen to them. And if I hear them sneezing or coughing or starting to have symptoms of that, uh, then I walk with them out of the room. I offer them an extra break to go and take some time to breathe some fresh air. Um, because I care about my people. Um, we also have Benadryl on site and I've had employees at work that take Benadryl. Um,
0: it's, it's very common throughout this industry. Yeah, we hear that all the time. And again, I want people to realize this is real. Like people didn't realize a bunch of years ago how risky firefighters were. They used to go into fires without the respirators. This is the same time. Now we all understand it's common sense, right? Right. This is a similar situation. We need much better protection oversight in this industry and we're exposing it because the companies won't do it themselves there. I mean, some I think are trying and we're hearing some good things are happening this week at some of these places. We're hearing that there's a lot more concern about it. Um, I want to ask you a few more questions. We also have someone waiting on the line. I, I want to bring her up if I can. Uh, she is a she's like you, Danny. That's why I want to get this phone call in with you and her. Uh, she is a whistleblower. She exposed the, all the same stuff at New England Treatment Access like five years ago and nothing was done. And and I think that uh, she has a lot to say. Let's see if she's there. Ann Hassel, are you on the phone right now? Actually, do I have you? There you are.
3: Yes. Yes, Mike.
0: You're speaking to myself and you're speaking to Danny, a, a co-worker. He was a co-worker of Lorna McMurray. What do you What do you have to say about this whole story breaking now?
3: Well, sadly, Mike, I'm not surprised. Again, you mentioned five years ago, I came forward and actually so did other people from the Cultivation Center, Maggie Kinsella and Greg Perula. We all tried. We all did What other workers have done, we contacted, at that point, the Department of Public Health, the Cannabis Control Commission, Maury Healy's office, and nothing was done. And it's really tragic and not unexpected that someone had to lose their life. And I just want to say one thing. We do expect greedy corporations to exploit and harm workers and the public, but it's even worse that the state agencies and the federal agencies are doing absolutely nothing about it.
0: Let me ask you a question because I brought this up this week. I said that the Cannabis Control Commission has blood on their hands. I also said the Boston Globe does too, to a degree. Do you agree with that?
3: I agree. I have tried and I give Danny a lot of credit. I was so happy to see that some news stations are showing the workers. And again, There was also Munson. I don't know if we talked about Munson. That happened recently too, about the mold and about the danger. That was in September of 2021. Holistic Industries. And I was at a time five years ago, Mike, you were the only journalist that wrote about it. And I will always be grateful for you. And unfortunately, I knew there had to be a critical mass of people harmed. But what I want for people to do is, it's not acceptable to have workers exploited and to have contaminated products. We need to have a consciousness like rising up so people can just understand and say, this is not acceptable. And the CCC needs to be held accountable for this. I've been waiting. And I don't even know, even after Lorna has passed away, if anything will be done.
0: What do you have to say to Danny? Uh, He's going through a Similar, I mean, a similar situation to what you went through, but even worse, he lost, you know, lost his friend.
3: It's so terrible, Danny. Um, when I went to work for my for Netta, I had to sign a hundred thousand dollar uh non disclosure agreement that they also said threatened us with criminal prosecution. So, five years ago, uh, it, we were just scared to even come forward and i did because before i went to work for them i am a licensed physical therapist i truly believed in cannabis as a healing therapeutic product and only to see the horrific way that they are factory farming and making a, a terrible they want to maximize their yields with no regard for health and they're getting away with it they've gotten away with it for five years yeah, and, absolutely. Anyway, I just give you credit to be actually, and it's sad when I see more and more stories, not just here in our state, but Cure Leaf, New Jersey, same thing. Multi-state operator had actual air conditioning uh, leakage onto the plants, and spider mites and mold. And in, in Vermont, the same thing happened again and again. And I keep wondering, when will there be the when will the public? Because I think the public has to actually say to uh, the authorities or the leaders, this is wrong. You can't do this. You cannot take advantage and harm people for money.
0: Thank you so much, Ann. I want to ask you both, Danny and Ann. you've both been through this situation. The Cannabis Control Commission put out a statement to one of the TV news networks basically saying that they care about the associates, about the licensed registered agents, that they take this very seriously, they, they care about your safety. Do you buy that?
1: Um, absolutely not. Absolutely not. I will tell you firsthand that every inspector that I've ever met, I've been through plethora of inspections within this, within the Holy Oak itself and different manufacturers. They are not there to help anybody. They are not there to help anybody. I have never as a registered agent been asked do I feel safe doing what I do? Do I feel hurt when there is a problem? Never. That's not an interest. Their interest is to make sure that cannabis doesn't go out on the street and harm people
0: instead. Worried about the wrong things. Exactly. Those exact wrong things. Exactly. Uh, do you, What do you have to say, Ann?
3: I think it's ridiculous. I, I would remember they would come in for inspection because, Danny, I worked in, in the dispensary, and it, it seemed like, the the lamest things they would say oh there were ants in the break room no there's like moldy product everywhere this is hazardous for human health and i feel the thing is i feel like the cannabis control commission doesn't care they're getting there like the chair gets 181 thousand a year they're clapping themselves on the back for what a great job they do they at one point had listening sessions and they weren't listening workers have come forward and publicly warned them about the mold you know, five years ago and nothing was done.
1: I will also say that I sit in and have sat in every public cannabis commission meeting in the past multiple years and never has, has there ever been a point where they asked about any of the, you know, mold or regulations or how the fact that you have to have product passed multiple times with lab testing. And if it failed the first two and passed the last one, then it's fine to sell. Um, you know, there's so many things that go into this, that the fact that the, the grower itself can choose which, which buds to send from a whole seven kilo harvest to send into the lab to be tested. Of course, he's going to pick the right buds to send that don't have mold on them. It, you know, the lab doesn't come in and choose randomly throughout a batch, like a normal, you know, <laughs> typical, um, probably pharmaceutical, uh, way of doing things even, uh, it's, all of the laws are still directed towards the consumers being harmed some way by this product when in fact no one has ever died from smoking too many too many joints Um, but somebody has died from packing too many joints in a room uh, and not hearing their voice heard whatsoever Um, I mean and that could have happened from not moldy product but then if it was moldy product or if they remediated it with some kind of uh radiation treatment that they're able to use. Uh, yeah, that, that could have caused issues as well. Um, and I've seen multiple people, you know, write letters to the commission. I've reached out to the commission to try and speak with them. Uh, I've, nobody is interested.
0: Uh, um, so let me, let me ask you that. Cause that, I mean, they say they're investigating what happened to Lorna as no investigator has reached out to you who worked with Lorna. You were her supervisor at one point. None none have reached out to you about this. No,
1: no, not at all. And, um, what I would (sighs) say is, um, they know exactly what happened. There is no more investigating that needs to be done on it. They have footage of every inch and area of that facility. They have a top-of-the-line security system that they have used to make sure that people don't steal from them for years and so they can't use that footage and pull it they have to have at least 90 days on retention at all times just on that single system so i know they have video footage of exactly what happened in every angle possible so there's no uh, investigation uh, that needs to happen they know Um, what they need to do is have a response to the terrible things that are occurring within their state and within their own regulations that they've put out.
0: It's so crazy too, because this happened again in in January, number one, which this is earlier this year in January, none of us knew about it until I found out about it through Danny. Uh, and I reported it like 12 days ago. And then this week it just went everywhere. Um, so no one knew about it. The mayor of Holyoke said he didn't know, which is really, this is the city. The mayor didn't know that this happened. He's mad, I heard, which he should be. And I hope he gets on their asshole over this. Um, so the, the city of Holyoke, Holyoke could definitely do something. The Mass Cannabis Control Commission could definitely do something. I still feel like OSHA could even do more. Um, I mean, you guys, I, I want them shut down at this point until they could prove that they're going to make sure everyone's safe. Uh, do you guys both agree that they should shut down True Leaf? What do you think? I personally,
1: I think they
3: should. Yep. <laughs> Go ahead. I think they should because, like you say, Danny, I worked um, in the dispensary. I know there are just cameras everywhere. Why aren't they releasing that footage? Yeah. And if I was working there, I know that, it must be scary for the people remaining there.
1: Absolutely. Um, absolutely. It's terrifying. And I think that the reason that you're not seeing more people speak out about their own personal issues that they've had there and their experiences with true leave is that they're terrified to talk. They are. Mm-hmm. Uh, because they're they never were interested in helping employees. And if somebody speaks out against them, they'll fire them. Um and this is a community that has been disproportionately impacted by the war on drugs. Uh, and we're all in this for a reason, because we're all passionate about cannabis. Um, and it's it's terrifying. Um, I would like to see TrueLeave shut down in Massachusetts and not opened again. Um, they've used their, their licensure power uh, to create chaos within our industry in multiple ways. Um, and I think that it is not far-fetched for the CCC to give them a cease and desist order, seeing as if they were missing, you know, a harvest from their inventory and they couldn't find it and suspected somebody stole it, they would give them a cease and desist order. So why not for somebody's death due to work-related injuries? Uh, it's, it. Was, it it mind boggles me and if not the ccc then every step down the line until it gets to the holy oak mayor who has the capability of stepping up also and saying the city does not no longer wants to leave in holyoke and when they have to renew your their their licensure next year they won't be able to um i hope that something happens i really really do um because it's it's terrible um and that's just the least of it um I know Lorna's family, uh, you know, quite well. Uh, I've kept in touch with them since her passing. I was there at Lorna's funeral, gave her mom a hug, and looked around the room, and there was no Leave employees there of leadership. There's no, her supervisor at the time was not there. Um, so not only uh, is it up to the CCC and to the town to do something to not allow truly To work in this state or in this city. But also, um, how about the funeral costs that her mother had to take on because of this?
0: How about the the family? uh, That's a good question. Have they offered her any anything?
1: No, absolutely not. No one has ever reached out to her to offer her financial assistance for this. It's
0: disgusting. It's disgusting. It really is
1: a very sorry excuse for somebody who has you know, Kim Rivers has started her company, you know, wrong from the start. And this is absolutely what happens when you have people who don't care about the plant and only care about the money involved in such a, a major way in the cannabis industry.
0: I'm sorry, if that was my business, if someone died on the job, I'd be there every single day. Right. I, I would be giving money. I would be raising money. I'd be doing Kickstarters. I mean, I would give all i could from our business and then i would ask everyone else in the world to give i mean that's what you do when you actually give a shit about your employees absolutely Uh, you know uh, we got a comment here from a facebook user who wrote sorry for your loss of your friend danny and yes the ccc and the state need to shut them down they have shown pure disregard for employees and consumers we're talking about true leaf and the death of Lorna McMurray in January. And I'm shocked, again, going back to that point about the Cannabis Control Commission. This happened in January. And now we just reported it like less than two weeks ago and the whole world found out. And we're finding out the Cannabis Control Commission says, yeah, we're investigating this. How long you been investigating it? Like, Like Danny said, you have all the evidence. Like this was over 10 months ago. How the hell could you still be investigating this? I investigated it in a weekend and I realized that TrueLeaf is totally at fault. Talk to the employees. That's the end of the story. Pull the tapes. Like this is still investigating it. And then they're doing virtual investing in, and in virtual inspections for mold at other places. Cause they're so afraid of the mold for their state employees, but they'll send folks like Danny and Lauder in there working for $15 an hour without a state pension. They'll allow them to die. They'll allow them to have long-term COPD and asthma and all this other BS. This needs to end. Uh, Before I let you go uh, on the phone, Ann Hassel, you were a victim of this at New England Treatment Access. You documented everything. You are like the number one whistleblower in this whole thing. You started the whole thing. You're talking to Danny, who's also going down the same path, what are your final thoughts for Danny, for the community, for other employees before we let you go, Ann Hassel? Well,
3: Danny, I'm just so extremely thankful that you had the courage and the integrity. You care tremendously about Lorna and you care about people because this industry, these corporations do not care about people. The people work there are expendable. Their health are nothing. They don't care anything about the patients and I'm just really hoping that this is a turning point. I know OSHA did nothing for my report, because I filed a report too, and the investigation was very lame, but because unfortunately a worker died, something might be done. It might be the turning point. And I hope and pray that Lorna's death is not in vain because it's, it's not right what happened. And I want the public to understand the workers, the cannabis workers care. We're not lying to you. The people lying to you are the greedy people making the money and they will do anything to keep the profits. And the CCC, it's just like a big game to just go along, keep it churning, but really It's time. It's time for people to understand the reality. And that's, again, thank you so much, Danny.
1: Thank you. I really appreciate that. Um, What you say is super important. Um, And on top of that, to all of the employees that are currently agents, look out for your people. Use your voice and don't be scared to use your voice because at the end of the day, they can't take that away from you. They really can't they can scare you away from it uh but you have a story i can guarantee you and i know firsthand that there are so many of these stories that are nearly fatal or if not were fatal and were covered up in other states in other mso's if it took us this long to hear about lorna who else is out there who's scared to talk about what's going on um I really hope that everybody, you know, looks out for each other and continues. And like you said, uh, that this is a turning point for the community of cannabis users, of of registered agents. Um, that you know we can still turn this around, as as is the Massachusetts way of of keeping you know keeping people accountable for what they do. Uh, we are not Florida. Uh, we're, we're definitely different. Um, And I'm really glad to see that they are cutting back on uh, manufacturing so much product already, because they're losing customers on their own without this. So on top of this, it, it can be up to the consumers to put them completely out of business, if not for the CCC. But God, I hope the CCC does something. Because if they don't, it will truly be a disappointment to all registered agents to consumers of completely letting down those who are employed in this facility and every facility around the state.
0: Thank you, um, Danny. Yeah. Dan, thank you so much. We're, we're speaking to Danny and I hope you you stay a little longer. He is a coworker of Lorna McMurray. We also have Ann Hassel on the line. Uh, I want to thank you so much Ann, for calling in. I hope you have a great night. You too. At the, at the, you, you, you. uh really, you did it. So thank you so much, Ann Hassel. <laughs> We're the Young Jerks. We're taking phone calls. We have Danny on the phone uh, right now. Where we can also uh, patch you in if you have a question or a comment about the situation. Nine seven eight five six zero three one five five. Danny, I want to ask you a few more questions. Um, there is a report or. That came from me actually. Uh, a source told me that there was an ambulance that took Laura McMurray from True Leaf, not once but twice, that there was a second incident in November of 2021. Uh no, of uh, November yeah, November 2021, a few months before she died. Do you know about that? Did that happen? Uh
1: I don't know about that Um, I also have heard that but I didn't physically see it with my own eyes Uh, but I have heard that also from multiple sources that this was a second time uh, that this had happened before Um, and you know to that I would like to reiterate the need for hearing people's voices Um, if they heard what was you know actually going on what was causing those issues for her uh, then they, maybe they could have remediated that problem. Uh, but they didn't want to hear, you know, that they needed more filtration or they needed to spend money on making sure their employees were safe. Um, and in fact, their, their safety manager could have made sure that people were trained on CPR, like a typical manufacturer would have been required to. Do you um, think that
0: should be required, but like the CCC yeah. again has all these requirements for stupid stuff like on packaging right. to protect the children to make sure nothing gets stolen. All this stuff is like bogus. There's no risk, but the real risk is people are going to get sick working inside these big indoor cultivation sites. They're doing nothing. Do you think that they should require CPR training, free CPR training as a requirement for all employees at these places? The CCC could demand that. Do you think they should do that overnight?
1: Yeah, absolutely. We already have to perform a four-hour training once a year to be an agent in Massachusetts. Why is not there's no you know if in case of a breathing emergency do this. There's no training on safety at all. That could be a part of that program. As easy as that. Uh, but on top of that, I've worked in traditional manufacturing before uh, as an operations manager, and it was a requirement of me by OSHA to make sure that there was at least a couple of people within the department to step up. If there was a CPR, you know, a need for CPR or having an AED and making sure that everyone knows where that is.
0: That's it. That's, That's, I mean, that's not a a requirement. Yeah. And I don't even expect like everyone to be certified in it or willing to do it, but just as long as you have a couple people on every shift, like, come on. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Got at least a hundred employees in that building. Uh, so, in, in in that room, there were several people that could have. There's never you're never alone in a cannabis building. You have to always be with a second person when there's cannabis product available. So, if there was at least two people there, that means there was at least one person that could have helped perform CPR or alert somebody or find an AED. But they were not trained. And instead of truly making it known that this was now going to be something that they wanted to do, they wanted to make sure so everybody was prepared for this. Um, They do have an environmental health and safety manager on site. They've always had one. Some one person who is his whole entire job is to make sure they are safe of environmental and safety hazards. That was his whole job. And instead of firing that employee they gave him a promotion to regional health and safety manager.
0: Kill someone, get a promotion. I mean, that sounds like it's going on. It's just, this is disgusting.
1: He was promoted. How do I know that? Because I follow him on LinkedIn and I still have people that work within the facility that I'm very close with. So, There's multiple, multiple steps here that need to be taken on a lot of levels. Um, But if the CCC can hold somebody accountable for having their, you know, their product tested or their product packaged in a certain way or anything like that, uh, then they can certainly hold them accountable for ensuring the safety of their registry agents.
0: They need to. This needs to be the number one priority or or the industry is going to go away. Yeah, I mean seriously, you you're given the prohibitionists like the biggest opening. Right. I mean that the I am Mister Cannabis. I love cannabis, and I find it sad that prohibitionists are now sharing my work like that. That's happened recently. That yeah, disgusts absolutely. me actually. And 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 the reason it's happening is because the suits and the CCC. And you know what I mean? The suits, you know, the business people, and the Cannabis Control Commission and the media. And the politicians haven't taken this seriously. You, they have to make this the number one priority, and and not to the small guys, not to the small micro grow. Then you're not going to find problems there. The right. problems are the big grows. We know who they are. You look for the biggest ones. That's where the problem. You know, I mean, go on Reddit, Boston Trees. We're about to put a drop, uh, you know, uh, an expose, basically a wheat, you know, a mold map, where all the they know where it is. Make it a priority. I'm tired of uh, them ignoring this. Danny, I want to ask you another question. Yes. Lorna McMurray. Uh, how long did you work for with her? Number one. Uh,
1: I worked with her for about six months. Uh, I hired her on and, and trained her for her job, which was
0: officially oh. an a
1: inventory cycle counter position. Uh, she was not hired on to be uh, in flower production.
0: Wow. So you hired her and trained her. You must feel some responsibility. I can't even yeah, imagine. Absolutely. Um, so when 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 uh, she started working at Leaf, did she have asthma or was that something that she developed working there?
1: No, absolutely not. She did not have asthma. I never once in the time working with her for that six months before I left and before her death saw her use an inhaler ever witnessed her out of breath from walking up and down the four flights of stairs in the building um no she did not have asthma I, i've
0: uh you know absolutely not <laughs> so that's something that we actually said we thought she did have asthma in our, our initial reports from what we were told so it's yeah. it's it's you know as stories develop you find out the real info from everyone you know you got to shake it out we don't always know so We're just going, you know, and again, what we do on this show is we listen to people and and why are we so far ahead of the mainstream media on this and getting this story? Very simple. We talk to the employees exactly, and we listen to what they say, every word of it, they're dropping gems and they're risking a lot. They're, they're afraid a lot of them. I want to give some advice to employees out there, especially the ex employees. I see a lot of you posting online, uh, which is awesome. Keep posting. Keep sharing your info on Reddit and YouTube, on our YouTube, on Twitter. But, you know, consider going beyond that. Do what Danny did tonight. Come on this show if you can. Or talk to any media. I want to tell you, like, do the media. Do the big media. You can always ask them to hide your identity. You can always ask them. I did it way back in the day when I was worried about my job. Uh, You know, on another story about getting arrested for cannabis, and they basically, you know, did be the uh, you know, covered by face up with the the shadow and you heard my voice. They can cover your identity up. You're not going to get exposed. But I want to even say that shouldn't even be a real concern. I know that a lot of folks have been forced to sign these non-disclosure agreements, they're worried about getting sued or harassed by big cannabis. You know, some crazy big cannabis person probably could come after you and make your life miserable. There's no doubt about it. But if they do this whole community is going to back you up and me, number one, and everyone in it, believe me. And number two, they're going to lose. And especially if you stick to talking about dangerous working conditions, I've talked to the unions, I've seen the law, uh, non-disclosure agreements don't, you know, really work or can not even be enforced apparently right now. Number one, if you work for, you know, as a wage worker. So if you're getting $15 an hour, that NDA apparently doesn't even apply to you anymore. I heard the president basically said, you have to be on salary to have an NDA, number one. But labor law protects you. Labor law says you can always talk about dangerous work conditions. It's part of the National Labor Relations Board, You know the whole gospel of labor law. So you have a lot of protections. I would not be so afraid. But again, you can always protect your identity and you can always email us, call us. You know, There's a lot of ways that you can reach out to us. And if you want us to protect your identity, I will definitely do so, as will a lot of other media. We're taking phone calls tonight, 978-560-3155 if you have a comment tonight. And again, cannabis dispensary workers, send your tips, send your, you know, all your info, 978-560-3155. Call in tonight, or you can leave a voicemail anytime if you're listening to this a lot later. Or send an email if you have documents, especially mjcboston1 at yahoo.com. There's one gentleman who posted on YouTube who is, uh, I believe, a right winger. And he was exposing INSA. He was calling out mold. He said he filed an OSHA uh, complaint. We're going to look into that big time. Uh, But he seems to think that this show will cover up for politicians like Elizabeth Warren if they weren't responsive. No, (laughs) we don't give a shit about politicians. This is our number one issue. Uh, Left, right, center. I I consider myself actually kind of moderate. I just think the left has most of the best ideas and and I feel more comfortable in that space at this point in life. But we have Republicans on this show. I protested Democrats. I mean, I went to Bob DeLeo's house, who was the, uh, one of the top Democrats of the state at the time, the Speaker of the House, when he ruined our cannabis legalization bill. It does. If, if someone does something bad or they do something good in cannabis, it doesn't matter what party they're in. I'm going to, I'm going to call it out or, or praise them. So hit us up. We're not covering anything up. Believe us. We're going to be on this to the end. So make sure you do contact us, sir. You seem like you have a lot of good information. The documents especially would be very helpful. My name is Mike Crawford. I'm speaking to Danny. Danny, do you have any final thoughts or, or comments you want to have for the community for workers, for Lord, family, or just in general about this whole situation?
1: um really
0: i the the
1: last you know c- kind of parting thought that i have uh is you know I, I, as i mentioned before uh, i was active duty military for 6 years um i did learn a lot of uh you know helpful things in that uh, one of them being leadership one of them being you know kind of like brotherhood sisterhood uh looking out for other people um And the other was just CPR, uh, learning how to react during stressful situations and to not let your voice not be heard. Um, So I really hope that more people can speak out and um, that people can reach out to other people And in a lot of circumstances. Um, You know, if your employee leaves work sick, you should check in on them later in the evening and see how they're feeling. Uh, Those little things go a long way to make sure that your employees, when they're at work, can feel comfortable coming to you with a problem. Uh, If Lorna felt comfortable going to her bosses with a problem with breathing, she would not have been dead. She would not have died if she was able to have her voice heard. She was the kind of person who probably did tell her boss and got yelled at in the past for it. So please... Look out for each other and speak up for yourselves. And uh, that's all I have.
0: I want to ask you one more question, too, before you sure. before you check out here. Um, when you were there, was there any talk of unionizing at all? Or did, did that no. just not?
2: Yeah.
1: No. Uh, I've, honestly, until the last couple of weeks, I hadn't even known that there was a cannabis union in Massachusetts. Uh, but I wouldn't be surprised if it happens. Um, like I said, these issues are not only at Leave, they're around the cannabis community and, and throughout the state and throughout the U S. Um, once again, you know, employees not being heard, uh, not being valued, uh, corporate companies focusing on wealth over welfare, um, and not being there in any capacity that they've promised, you know, in their fancy investor, uh, meetings. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, th- I think, uh, unionization is probably going to happen. Uh, and I hope that, you know, something comes out of this.
0: It's so funny too. Cause another comment today, I, I read all the comments. I like to see what people think. And, uh, one of the comments, and this is kind of a frequent comment too. They're like, when they come across a story, they're like, this sounds like it's all union fabricated BS. <laughs> and it's like, it's like, no, you don't get it. The union wasn't even involved. They weren't here. The only, you know, the bad situation happens and then the union shows up, right, you know, yeah. it's like, you know, it's, it's, it's backwards, yeah, you know, if, if so. the bad situation wasn't there, the union wouldn't be around. <laughs> <The Right. union's, laughs> and, and I know this cause I'm usually the one, a lot of these cases is bringing the u- union in, like this case, right. the union is all asking me, like. Who can we talk to? Do you know anybody like they're not involved in this? They're trying to get involved. They want to. And it looks like they may be having some success because of all the headlines in the news and, and, and the workers are, are definitely not feeling well about true leave. Uh, another point, too, I, I love what you brought up tonight about the consumer. The consumer has so much power in this, you could say no to True Leave. You can say no to all these big cannabis companies, absolutely, and especially at this point. True, True Leave, I'll put them number one. They didn't give any money to Lorna's family, they haven't offered anything to her. That's just disgusting. But you know, who else can help too? And I heard rumors of this, and I don't know that this is happening, but I want to find out. And And again, this is where people, if they're doing this secretly you need to speak up and take credit for it because people will love you for this. And that's the other thing. When people speak out, not only do you feel good about, about it, you, you'll find your friends, you'll find support. You didn't know existed. Like Danny, I'm sure you're going to find some new friends tonight just from this, being on this show. Uh, like, Anne, I, I guarantee you and Anne, hopefully are going to talk more after this, but you know, the great thing about when you speak up, you know, you're, you're going to, you're going to realize that it's the right thing to do. And what we're hearing is that some of the retail stores that carry True Leaf have started pulling the product off their shelves. Absolutely. We're, we're also yeah. hearing that the true, true Leaf is like 50% off now. Yeah. So hopefully that's happening. If if you're a retailer, you're pulling it off your shelves, don't do it secretly. Tell us, tell us, we'll get more customers at your place. Like we'll yeah,
2: you gotta absolutely. be vocal
0: about it.
1: I would like to uh first off say that. Boston Bud Factory in Holyoke, Massachusetts, just down the street from this uh, True Leaf Holyoke manufacturing facility, has never allowed True Leaf product in their store. And I hope uh, very much so that several dispensaries in this area, uh, as well as throughout Massachusetts in the industry, uh, do remove True Leaves product from their shelves. I hope they question their values and what they source to their customers. Uh, Multi-state operators putting their product in local dispensaries is absolutely backwards. Um, We need to support local businesses in cannabis, just like we do throughout the rest of Massachusetts and every other market, is to go to local first. Uh, And if you don't know who your local growers are, who who those uh, economic empowerment operators are, who the social equity companies are, like, you know, Boston Bud Factory being one of those, a new Six Bricks, and Springfield being another uh, economic empowerment, a Black woman-owned business. Uh, There is so many people uh, in the industry that are doing great things and have been from the start, but unfortunately, companies like Trulieve and Holistic and Netta and Insa have used their money and power to supersede all of the little guys, as is pretty typical for us. Um, But I would say largely the consumers will drive this market. Uh, And I am very hopeful that the consumers in in the local market here in Massachusetts will decide not to purchase. And the dispensaries will decide also not to purchase wholesale product from TrueLeave.
0: Let's hope so. We're the young jerks. We're speaking to Danny. He's a good friend uh, of Lorna McMurray. Uh, He was a coworker of hers, and he's speaking out on what happened at True Leaf and and what's happening in the industry. He's worked at several places; he's got a very good grasp. We're hearing the same thing: psychological gaslighting. That's that's common. This is this is how they treat people. These companies have a lot of debt. It's all about the money. They got to make the money. They got to work you to the bone. They don't care if you live or die. I mean, that that's really what we're, we're seeing. They don't care about your long term health effects. We're exposing it. I want to thank you, Danny, so much for coming on and speaking your truth tonight on what happened uh, at True Leaf and and your thoughts on this.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for your time Uh, and for everybody out there listening. Thank you for taking the time to listen. Uh, Lorna was a really beautiful human being. Uh, I knew her quite well and closely and uh, it's an absolute tragedy that she lost her life. Uh, she's She was my age. That could have been me. Uh, I could have, you know, I, I think so many times uh, that I wish that I had stayed at Trueleaf so that I could have been there when she was having those problems so that I could have at least stood up for her, done something. Uh, and so I really hope that everybody out there that is is a leader in this community Uh, Is a registered agent, as a consumer, can look at this story and realize that this is absolutely truthful. Uh, This is incredibly tragic. Uh, And I absolutely call upon the local and state CCC officials to do something about it. And if not, then the consumers
0: will do something about it themselves. Thank you so much, Danny. Um, To me, it's shocking that the cannabis control commission is still investigating this when it happened 10 months ago. And it's like, the investigation should have already been done. It seemed like the cannabis control commission too, like they didn't tell anyone about this. Like we didn't know for 10 months that this happened. Like this is just really crazy. Uh, I, again, I want to thank you so much for coming on tonight, Danny, you, you shared so much good information. I hope people really listen to what you're saying and I hope a lot more people speak up like Danny has because it makes a difference. And I want to ask people in this community, like, stand up, like, speak up. We don't want another another death. Like, you could stop the next learner. And Before I let you go, Danny, I keep saying I'm going to have another question, which I, I I I do. I keep having new questions for <laughs> it's you.
2: Okay.
0: I, I say it's the last one, and then it's not. <laughs> but I I want to hear more about Lorna because we really haven't heard enough about her. We're talking about True Leaf and the bad conditions, which we got to know. But like, tell us about her. Like what? Because what kind of person was she? Um,
1: Lorna and I connected really deeply when she first started working for True Leaf. Uh, I remember on her first day. Um asking her what her pronouns were because i'm a trans employee of truly was a trans employee of truly and i wanted to make sure that she felt comfortable uh, and we had a good conversation um, we connected deeply uh, and during that time when i sat in front of her at uh, the same age as her uh, from both from massachusetts who were born and raised here um, i looked down at her arms and saw that she had a ton of uh, self-harm scars, which were very old, but I know because I also have those self-harm scars. So we were able to connect on a mental health and a really deep level to get to know each other. And she was on the absolute right track in her life. She was Completely, uh, you know, turning things around. Um, She got this new job that was full time. Uh, You know, she was uh, didn't have a car at the time, but was working towards getting one and uh, working on getting her license. And you know, I was bringing her home from work to her parents' house, and so you know, I got to know them a bit. Um, And like I said, I was at her funeral. Um, She was a really beautiful human being, and just like so many other agents in this community are seeking this employment to be fulfilling to be what it should be which is passionate and happy uh not toxic and terrifying and tragic um she was she had the best head on her shoulders um and it's an absolute tragedy the tragedy that she's not with us anymore because i know that if she was she'd be doing great things in this community Uh, she was that kind of a human being Um, and for her mother to lose her only child uh, and somebody who lived with her who supported her who was there for her uh, i can't imagine how heartbreaking and tragic that is for her Um, and you know my heart just goes out to that family uh it does every night and uh you know, as I sit here, I honestly I'm a I'm a pretty spiritual person, and I can tell you that Lorna is still with us, and in spirit she is here next to me, making sure that I have the strength to say what I need to say and have my voice heard. Uh, and I know that she's with her mom uh, quite frequently, and uh, I'm I'm again just so grateful that um, people are listening finally. Um, like you said, it's been 10 months, uh, and I'm so glad that this, uh, that this is happening, that we're able to speak about this and that people will finally listen.
0: Me too. Uh, you, you brought tears to my eyes at the end there. I was just like, wow. Like, you know, I feel it for the mom and the dad, you know, yeah. stepdad, Dave, I talked to him and talked to him both and it just, it, this is really hard and I, Thank you so much, Danny. For Absolutely. I, I'm so really sorry about your loss of your friend like that. That's just, it's really hard. This is really hard. Uh, I thank you so much. And uh, I, for me, I am not giving up on Lorna. And like, even when we win, like I want to keep her uh, spirit and name alive. And my friend died, my best friend died nine years ago. Uh, I think actually, what is today? The eighth? Yeah. He died on this October 6th. So uh, we just had the anniversary of his death. and uh man, the spirit uh, when you it will keep you going like i I had the worst times after he died, even during like during that period of time with some of the toughest times even before he died. it was just I was not doing well in life in general. and uh it, it's kept me going like the his spirit is always there. There's something about that. if you can tap into that and relate to it and find it and And have those, I'm still having conversations with my best friend who died nine years ago. Every day I hear his voice. So I'm going to continue for Lorna. I didn't even know her, but I feel like I know her. And I want to thank you so much. And I want to give that advice to all of the family and the friends. And you, Danny, keep that spirit going. You're, You're fighting for a just cause. Thank you. We're the Young Jerks. That's it for us tonight. Thank you so much, Danny. I want to thank all of our listeners, our supporters. Uh, we 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 have quite a bit of support lately, and I really want to thank you all for listening and sharing and all the comments and the information and uh, some of the people who subscribe to us and give us you know money to keep going, because there is a cost to this. There's equipment. There's the cost to do it StreamYard. Uh, we're now investing in uh, ads with Podcast Addict and, and some other ones, uh, Castro. If you're a new subscriber, please uh, give us a review. And if you're a new listener, become a subscriber. And you can also uh, contribute money to us. One of the big supporters is Rachel uh, Donlan, who's been supporting us for years on our Patreon. Uh, We want to start to make it a point to thank those people who are supporting us on the show. So I want to thank Rachel Donlan, who's a Massachusetts, uh, you know, she's from Massachusetts. She lives in D.C. I still want to claim her from Massachusetts. Thank you, Rachel, for supporting us, the Young Jerks with financial small financial contributions every month. It really does make a difference and help us uh, continue the show and expand it. That's really what we want to do. We want to get it in front of more people. So thank you to all of our supporters. We have a great show on Monday night. It's the first one, I think, in like two weeks that we haven't uh, been going to be focusing on Lor- Lorna at all. We're going to go back to... Having a little more fun, I think. We're going to go after Elon Musk. We have a great person on the show, Brianna Wu, who is a a huge tech and politics expert. Uh, She really examines both. She's been involved in both as a candidate and as a business owner. Uh, And she's got a huge Twitter following. If you don't know her, check her out. A lot of people do know her. Brianna Wu is going to be here Monday night at 7 p.m. We're going to be talking all about Elon Musk and Twitter. And anything tech and anything politics is, you know, on on the line. Uh, yeah, with Brianna Wu on Monday night. We'll see you again then. Thank you again, everyone, for listening. And thank you, Danny. And thank you, Ann Hassel, for calling in tonight. We're the Young Jerks. We'll see you real soon. Mike Crawford, check it out.